Chasey Proxy Radio, where we discuss the unidentified, the unexplainable, paranormal, conspiracies, and much more. Starring your host and co-host, Jenny Nicasio, Sean Kelly, Trish Lowe, and Jason Spencer and Ryan Petro. Brought to you by UPRN Network. Now for your host, Jenny Nicasio. Good evening and welcome to Jason Prophecy on the UPRN FM 105.3 Network. I hear some background sounds. Okay, in New Orleans where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. Remember to like us on Facebook and YouTube and follow us, guys. Don't forget to hit the follow. Ah, good evening, guys. Welcome to Fat Tuesday on Torture Tuesday. Yeah. Fat oh, Tuesday. boy. Fat Tuesday Fat and Tuesday. Torture Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> They knew yeah. we were coming, Sean. Yes, they did. <laughs> <Fat> Tuesday. <laughs> oh, we have a good show for you tonight. So I'm so excited to say we have Mike Barrow and we have um, Dr. Chure. I might be saying that wrong, guys. But uh, you, you look at Trish. She's all decked out. Yeah, I see that, man. Mardi Gras. Um, where's Mardi your beads Gras. at? Where are the beads? Oh, no. Hello, <laughs> I have some. I have some. Mine are too small. They were on a uh, pastry dish or something. Oh, boy. You forgot <laughs> your beans. Right. Yeah, I forgot my beans, baby. Oh, God. I hope my um, screensaver doesn't go. Ava decided to make an appearance on the show tonight. Oh, God. Lord, help us. Uh, but uh, our first, uh, before we get started, I want to thank our good friends at Old Timey Crimey, a historical true crime podcast hosted by Christy and Amber. There are over 150 episodes ranging from the infamous crimes like those with Jack the Ripper. They like to dig into the wild, weird, with details and facts. You know what, what I like best about this show is they, t- they know how to tell a good crime story with a little bit of humor. And some high energy, uh, like the Chicago in 1933, a young man is kidnapped. Okay, we like that one. And one of my favorites is when Chrissy tells Amber the story of Mary Averly, a little girl with the best nickname ever. Mary tore up the streets of San Francisco in the 1800s. And I know Sean and Jason like the great train robbery of 1915. Three men try to pull off a daring heist. Hmm. But you can learn all about them because they know how to tell a good story. True crime is better in black and white with over 150 episodes from full length to bonus mini episodes and plenty to binge on. And you can check them out at Old Timey Crimey where they know that the good old days weren't always good. And I want to thank our good friends. Also, we have my good friends. And you're going to like this, guys, because you like hauntings. You like scary hauntings. Okay. Well, these guys have a podcast called the Haunting Unearthly Paranormal Podcast, and they, they are scary. I'm going to just let you hear um, a little bit of it. Um, just give me a second. Whoops. This thing is going too fast for me. Oh, my Lord. Oh, gosh. Get back over here, guys. Oh, come well, on. It is Fat Tuesday, so it should I be know. slow tonight. I know. <laughs> yeah, really. Welcome to the Haunting, Unearthly, and Paranormal Stories podcast. Each week will be a different event, whether paranormal or some other strange and unexplained happening. Maybe even a haunting located near you will be examined and relayed to you. These events and stories are based on events 
have been given to us by the people who experience these events it's scary. in their own lives. Nice. You guys check them out. They're really good really good podcasts and they know how to tell a creepy story and you can find them at hub hubs hubspotcast.com and you can check them out on google you'll find them all their all their podcasts but tonight we have a great 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 story lined up for us tonight so we have oh boy we got the most famous mike bear in the house and he's going to give us a little you know his take on what's going on in the Ukraine and Russia, and he's going to let us know all his new happenings. So welcome back to Chase and Prophecy, Mike. How are you today? Good. I am definitely the most famous Mike Barra in this call, <laughs> that's for sure. Hey, I'm Mike. How are you, hey, Mike? Good way of putting it, Jen. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I've been keeping up on your uh, your podcast and your um, streams and your Facebook page. So, Mike, tell us what the heck is going on behind the scenes. Well, okay, you know, we're in we're in what appears on the surface to be World War III. In fact, it's nothing like that. It is a staged, and I hate to use this term because so much 9-11 bullshit is out there. This is, you're watching the staged, controlled demolition of the corrupt deep state structure that has ruled our planet for like 2000 years. And they are coming apart. They are being slowly deconstructed. Um, the invasion of, a, of Ukraine is not an invasion. It's a cleanup um, action. And, um, and you know, it's, it's going to be off the headlines in a couple of days and China and Taiwan are going to take center stage and, that's going to get cleaned up too. And I, and you know, I think the next month is going to be um, incredibly exciting and incredibly scary to people who aren't tuned in to what's really going on and what this is really all about. So that's kind of how I see it. Uh, I don't know how anybody else sees it, but that, you know, there's a lot of reasons to back that, um, that concept from my perspective. And, and um, we can go into any of those details if you'd like to, I mean, you know, it's, it's just really, I'm I'm like not only I'm kind of excited about what's going on because I think you're watching the Rothschilds deep state cabal just being taken apart, uh, torn asunder limb from limb is how I would describe it. So you you like what's going on because you don't it, see now I've heard so many different things because of Biden and Hunter, you know all the the Pelosi's money involved in that. Is, is there a connection maybe a little bit? Yeah, well, what's going to, you know, look, if you, the main thing is that if you look at where the first explosions were heard, the first Russian cruise missile attacks were carried out, and they're all over different parts of Ukraine, and they are correlated directly with the locations of bioweapons labs that were set up by America, by Anthony Fauci, in the last two decades to basically construct viruses, uh bioweapons to be used against the human race, also adjacent to nuclear facilities. You notice the very first thing the Russians took back was Chernobyl so that they couldn't use, nobody could use the radioactive materials that were there to construct dirty bombs. And also there are, there's a massive tunneling tunnel structure go that goes under Chernobyl, which has been mm -hmm. used to traffic drugs and launder, launder money and child trafficking and all kinds of horrible human experiments have been going on there, crazy Nazi stuff. And Putin is going to clean it all up. And he has permission to do that from his allies in the uh, 
the anti-globalist uh, national sovereignty movements that I think are are acting out right now. And, and again, you know, you see all these things going on. Oh, let's let's kick Russia out of the SWIFT system, the SWIFT banking system. Well, you know, Putin's got the nuclear bomb here because all he has to do is say, oh, the ruble is now backed by gold and all the other fiat currencies become worthless overnight. And the SWIFT system collapses. And gosh, there just happens to be a new system called Basel III, which is, which is far more secure, blockchain controlled, and is ready to has been all approved, all tested, and is going to take over for Basel III, so that no country can ever do this to another country. So, uh, you know, again, I'm just watching all this play out, and I'm saying, okay, I see the arranged collapse of the U.S. petrodollar coming, and China is going to move. They're going to appear to move against Taiwan. It's actually all been prearranged. And China, it's going to lead to the collapse of the Chinese Communist Party. China will be reunified, but under a republic. And, you know, I mean, I just think that the World War III we're seeing is not the World War III that's really going on, which is all in the background. What do you think about this, Sean? Oh, man, I, I think it's interesting. And, Mike, I'm glad you're on because I read all kinds of stuff. And I'm, I get so confused. Like, there's some people saying that... This happened in Ukraine, and that happened in Ukraine, and the Russians yeah. are doing this, and the Russians are doing that, and I'm just like totally confused. So, yeah, and then you turn on you turn on the the webcams right in Kiev, and it's completely quiet. Yeah. I mean, people aren't really walking the streets or anything, but it's just nice and peaceful. And I'm like, okay, are all four of these webcams showing you footage from six months ago? No, they appear to be live, and you hear the occasional explosion in the distance, but those are the weapons labs, the bioweapons labs, the nuclear facilities, and the underground tunnels that are being taken by the Russians. And, you know, all this crap, oh, the ghost of Kiev or whatever it was. Oh, that shot down, that, uh... shot down 35. You know, yeah, I, I had a meme that came across, and it was Tom Cruise and um, Anthony Edwards from Top Gun, you know, Igor, yeah. Igor Mavriksky and, uh, and Gooski, you know, just shot down 37 Russian planes. It's all bullshit. There's not, the Russians are not losing dogfights to Ukrainian pilots, and the Russians are not losing equipment on the ground. And most of the equipment you see, is actually Ukrainian because they they bought all their military stuff from the Russians and it's all twenty years old. So that's Ukrainian tanks. There were some videos I saw, old movies. But, yeah, it's like you know it's what? This is what one lie after another. One, yep. one lie after before another. we came on, um, I was reading an article in the Washington Times or Post where it said that the Russian Marines actually want to go home. They don't want to fight. Have you heard anything about that? Um. Of it course, was, they're going to say that, whether it's the Washington Times or the, the Washington Post and the Washington Times are like Fox News and CNN. OK, it's, it's two sides of the same coin made of bull. OK, I can't say the other word. I don't think on this airways, yeah. but it's all baloney. It's just simply not true. And I mean, you know, there there may be a Russian soldier who doesn't want to fight. I'm sure that's entirely possible, but they're in there to do cleanup operations. I have a friend, Dr. Brooks Agnew. I don't know if you guys have ever had him on the show. But he's an amazing guy. He's got a friend in Ukraine, American from Texas, living in the Donbass region. It's been there for eight years fighting the Nazi factions that have still that are still there in Ukraine. I mean, you, you, people don't realize the Ukrainian army, the first division of the Ukrainian army formed in 1945 was the old German Waffen, 14th Waffen SS Grenadier Division that killed and slaughtered the Jews and the Poles. And I mean, 
it's all Nazi influence. So when Putin says this stuff that they're calling him crazy, oh, he's a madman on Fox News, he's cleaning out a Nazi remnant that has been in Ukraine for 70 years. And their sons and their grandsons are are there. And there's there's American militias over there killing these guys. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's all it's all BS. It's just not really happening that way. You can't trust a thing you see on any of the mainstream news. Trish, what are you thinking? <laughs> oh lord i never have the popular opinion so. <laughs> yeah try being me um so i i don't uh mike i i know nothing about i don't pay attention to politics i don't watch the news i don't i don't even really pay that much attention to social media except that that i'm on it now uh, and i um what I do pay attention to is uh, the intuitive messages, I guess, I get from um, that have all led up to this. And so backing up, um, I, I was it was a few months ago when um, I started getting these messages about black water, black sea. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Moscow, Russia. Um, we even had a reader on here from I forgot which one that was that said that there was a spirit with me from a big Turkish man that she could see standing behind me, which which I felt that even when you were doing the intro, um, Jen, there's a shadow that looked like you could see it on the screen that came behind me. And I, and I remembered that she said that. And so all these dates and things, uh, like I said, I, I don't pay attention to the news or politics or anything like that. Um but I, I also had a dream about um, Vlad the Impaler. And so with all the planetary alignment, I know, you know, a lot of political people and, and conspiracy theorists and stuff don't really believe in the astrological uh, standpoint, I guess, and things. There's, there's a wheel in the universe and history repeats itself unless something drastically changes. And so all of the events leading up to, you know, even even the Holocaust and the, and the Russian Revolution, all of those things, we're repeating them. And so it was 1476 that Vlad the Impaler um, had the, you know, the invasion and the conflict. And so a lot of people are comparing that to Vladimir Putin, which all these things are in people's bloodlines. It's, you know, it's in past lives, it's in generations, and, and it's remembered. And we do the same things. <clears throat> every every virus, every plague, every, you know, so whether it's, like you said, the uh, rulers, controllers of the world that are that have been around for 2,000 years doing this, um, basically being like the producers of a movie of the world, and repeating the same scenarios over and over. I, I don't know. I wrote a, I wrote a great book called The Choice about cycles and astronomy and astrology and how they're connected to physics and how they affect uh-huh. human consciousness and exactly how during the period from 2012 to 2024, we were going to have this revolutionary fervor take over the entire planet, which is exactly what's happening, and that we're going to have major changes to all of our government and financial um, hierarchies and structures. We're all going to collapse and be replaced with something new. And you are absolutely right about all this. Um, 
I don't think Vladimir Putin is connected to Vlad the Impaler. My understanding of what's going on with Putin is that he's working with the Global Alliance, which includes Donald Trump and the people behind the Q movement. And they have been planning this since the assassination of John Kennedy in 1963. And they are executing a takedown of this evil, dark cabal that has controlled this planet, like I said, for at least 2,000 years. Remember, we've been in the age of Pisces. That's an occulted age. That's all ending. We're coming into Aquarius if we're not there already. And everybody is waking up and everybody wants sovereignty over their own personal, over their own self. The individual countries, you know, France wants to be France again. England wants to be England again. Scotland wants to be Scotland again. All of this multicultural invasion that's been going on needs to all be stopped. And I don't, I do not buy for a minute that Putin is the bad guy here. And, and all you have to do is look who's stacked against him. You know, oh, I, Bush, I don't, Bush I don't side Bush either way. Bush, Bush hates him. Bush hates him. Obama hates him. Hillary hates him. John Kerry hates him. Mitt Romney hates him. Uh, you know, John McCain would have hated him. So all these people that are stacked, mm-hmm. ABC hates him, NBC, CBS, you know, Fox, they're all stacked against him. So what does that tell you? That tells you that the corporate power structure is against this guy. That means to me, that he's a good guy. And the biggest reason Russia is a target right now for all this propaganda is because they're one of the few countries on earth that do not have a Rothschild's owned central bank. And part of this whole process that's going on is that our own Rothschild's owned central bank, the Federal Reserve is going to go down too, and the dollar is going to collapse. But don't worry, there's a plan to replace all this stuff. So that to me is what's what's really going on. And I'm going to tell you something. You don't want to watch politics. You're not going to have a choice. You're not going to have a choice in the. Oh, next I don't watch TV. I mean, I don't watch TV. Period. You're going to have to. You're going to have to look at. It. It's like people, you know, like Clockwork Orange, where they're pulling your eyeballs open oh, and making you look at the screen, right? I, I look at it. It's, it's going to be like collectively put in my brain. So that's why yeah. I don't. I don't so, watch TV because I would. I try to discern with my own. My own intuition right. rather than an outside source. But you did mention. I I was discussing with my my co-host last night that. Uh, the the um in 2000 putin met with clinton you know requesting to become allies to join nato and i was telling them it is your typical it's almost like a villain story because they they refused him and mm-hmm. so i'm i'm not you know saying because, that, but, look, but most villains of stories are actually the catalyst and it's years later that people consider them the good guys after they find out the truth. Right. You know? Because Putin so, is, is Jewish and he hates the new world order and he wants to bring it down. And he's been dying to execute this plan for a decade or more. That's been, you know, bubbling up. He's been waiting to do this to clean out Ukraine. Ukraine is the second, if not, it's either the first or second most corrupt nation on earth next to Haiti. And these evil people have been robbing and using Ukraine just the way they've been using Haiti for decades and decades and decades for drug trafficking and money laundering and child trafficking and all of the horrible stuff, stuff that some of it's so horrible, it's going to be years before they think we're ready to even hear what's been going on in places like Ukraine and Haiti. So, I mean, I feel like I feel excited because finally something is happening. Finally, the deep state is being exposed and taken down. And what I think is going to come out of Ukraine before we flip over to Taiwan, which is the next thing, is that, that yeah, all that corruption 
and and names that are going to be named are going to is going to come out from this. Oh, look at this. We found all these documents showing that Joe and Hunter Biden made, you know, a hundred million dollars out of Ukraine in the last five or 10 years when Joe was vice president. Gosh, what a surprise. Like most people that are awake know this, but a lot of people don't. And it's it's just going to get shoved into your face to the point where you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to deny it, especially when it leads to Biden stepping off the world stage. So. Yep. And that's going to happen, I think, very soon. I don't, you know, our country can't survive much longer with the way things are going. So, I mean, it's just there's a bigger picture going on here. I don't think Putin is the bad guy. I think Putin is a strict Russian nationalist. I'll give you that. Um, but it's also important to remember Russia and the United States have never fought each other ever. We, don't we were allies <laughs> in World War One. We were allies in World War Two. We have never fired a shot in anger at each other. So there are people, however, in our governments and in our media who are desperate to have a war start. A nuclear war is what they would like between Russia and the United States. I just don't see it happening. I have to pause one second because we have a lot of comments saying, why are we talking about politics in this? Because what is going on right now is beyond the scope of normal. Now, if right. you think this what was happening now is normal, then I'm sorry. This is part of our show. We talk about paranormal. We talk about conspiracies. And we all love you and we want your input. We're only going to talk a little bit about this because Mike can't stay for the whole show. We want to talk about other things that Mike's doing now. And Jen, this is the ultimate conspiracy theory. Yes. This is the ultimate is. conspiracy theory. It's like you got 9-11. You got the fake moon hoax thing, which is, you know, neither one of those are very good conspiracy theories. This is the ultimate conspiracy theory. And this is the one that's going to prove that all of the conspiracy theories are pretty close to being right. Yeah, and that's part of the show. We talk about conspiracies. So I'm sorry if this isn't up to your part this evening. We love you. We want to talk paranormal, and we will. But yeah. we just wanted to dive into this because Mike, he knows a lot about this stuff, and he is brilliant when it comes to conspiracies, as we Thank all you. know. And he's 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 a major a sci-fi guy, and we love him, and we want, it, we want his opinion and, on this. And, his guys, opinion. the thing is, too, Jen, is we cannot move forward into the truth about aliens and and all this other stuff we can't move forward into that truth until all of this other mess is cleaned up it's like it's like oh i'm i'm going to go out you know i'm going to go out to the to the club and meet an alien and dance with an alien you can't do that if your shower's broken and you can't take a shower and you smell bad and you can't brush your teeth you know i mean it's like you can do it but you're not going to get anywhere so we have to clear this whole mess up that we've yeah. created and we've had some negative influences from from our not so friendly friends uh, on the dark side, uh, up on the dark us, side. But, you know, it's like, we have to clean this mess up first. That's why, that's why there's nothing going on in the UFO community right now. There's absolutely nothing it's, it's because the aliens are just like, well, we're going to sit back and oh, wait and see how this all comes They're not out, coming right? down when they see what's going on. They're saying that they, heck, I don't want to stop here. Why do we want to stop here? Yep. It's like crazy. And, and sh Jason, you're quiet. Yeah. I don't do politics. whatsoever. <laughs> Like not at all. Well, Sorry. this really well, think of it as not politics. Think of it as a movie. But okay, we're gonna move on because uh I don't want our fans to get upset with us because we need them. Um, and we need our sponsors too to sponsor the show. So so Mike, tell me what else is going on besides um the dark side of politics and with you. Well, I know you got a new book. 
Is that the new book? No. No, the choice has been around for uh, for about uh, ten or eleven years, but it does explain to you in a physics and conspiracy theory way why everything is happening that's happening now. There, you know, pe people don't know that science and astrology are connected. I mean, it's interesting because the what what is the biggest influence in this physical realm that we live in, this three dimensional reality that we live in is spin energy. It's what they call bulk angular momentum. And, and that's why astrology is real is because the big planets, which have the most momentum, the most spin energy, are the ones that have the greatest influence on human consciousness. And that's what this book was all about. I'm telling you all kinds of experiments that have been done that say that astrology makes complete sense. Now, I think it has to be sort of a modified version of the astrology that we all know. We haven't quite figured out how it connects yet, but the truth is, is that the positions of the planets at any given moment, especially the big spinning balls of spin energy, where they are in relation to the Earth affects the electromagnetic functioning of everything on this planet. And your thoughts are nothing more than electromagnetic pulses and waves. And so, of course, they can be affected. If shortwave radio can be affected by the positions of the planets, which I tell you in here, there are experiments that prove that as a fact. And so can your consciousness, so can your thoughts. And you have to understand that that's what's driving all this. I mean, why is there protests all over the world? Because people are ready to take control of their own lives, just the way they did during the French Revolution, during the American Revolution, and, and before all this other nonsense started 2,000 years ago. So you, if you understand the science behind the astrology, the astronomy and the astrology behind the astronomy behind the astrology, you'll understand what's going to happen next and why you shouldn't be afraid of it. Sounds good to me. Sean. Wow. That was pretty, pretty interesting. I don't dabble into astrology at all. Um, I might read the little, uh, the little astrology thing for Gemini, but Your horoscope, my horoscope, <laughs> that's about it. Cause I don't know if I'm born on the cusp and stuff like that, but I do appreciate you coming on tonight, Mike. Um, I really do. Um, I'm in fact, can I get your book on, um, audio? Uh, I don't know if the choice is on audio. That's from new page books. They do a lot of foo foo fluff, fluff, uh, new agey stuff. I'm not sure if it's on an audio book or not, but I, I would, uh, I think, see, they should see, I, a, I think I, they should hire Shatner to, uh, to, uh, <laughs> to talk about my book don't you because oh yeah definitely yeah i think shatner should read every book uh i wanted to say nina the elected leader of ukraine and the prime minister are both of jewish heritage i find it hard to believe they're overtaken by a nazi regime okay i'm just going to tell you look up the 14th waffen ss grenadier division the first division of the ukrainian army was nazi you can do searches there are all kinds of photographs online of various nazi military paramilitary militia groups and military groups in ukraine and they've been there since the uh since the area was part of the soviet union so okay just look it up and everybody everybody who knows the history of the area knows that now do you think there weren't jews that collaborated with the nazis during world war ii yeah there were so and, and by the way putin by the way is also of Jewish heritage. So that's why oh. this makes him so damn mad and why he's not going to allow Nazis on his doorstep anymore. So there it's all connected. So, hey, hey, Sir, Sir Perus, Sir I can't pronounce your name. How you doing? Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, 
let me uh, ask you: Is there any um, anything else going on in the side, like UFO world that you, you don't? Know? Do you want anything else to go on? Well, I think that I think the biggest thing, and it is connected to this. And the thing is, you know, people say you don't want to talk about politics. What do you think UFOs are? You think the UFO debate isn't political? It's overtly political. Oh, yeah. If it's not political, why are there all these UFO articles and videos all of a sudden in the New York Times and the Washington Post and all these political newspapers? Because there's, a, there's an agenda going on. I think the biggest thing that's going on is that you have this, um, you have this agenda from the mainstream news media suddenly to start talking about flying saucers and oh they don't want to call them ufos anymore they want to change the terminology and call it a uap uap is, yeah and then you look you look at at uh, tom delong's group and every single guy in there is spook they're cia they're all intelligence community people so you look at these videos and they're clearly not alien spacecraft at best they are fairly sophisticated um, military drones at best. They're sure as heck not spacecraft from other planets, but they're being promoted by these mainstream media sources, Fox and New York Times and and Washington Post. Why is that? And I, I think it's because the last desperate, the last refuge of this movement is going to be the proverbial fake alien invasion. So, yeah. you know, I, I think that's the last thing. That's the last card <laughs> they have to play. And the way Why things are going, for Trish, the way things are going for them, I don't think it's going to be fake. <laughs> you think it's going to be real? I don't know. Project Bluebeam, right? Yeah, Project Bluebeam. So, you know, I mean, I look at this stuff, and I'm just like, I think this connects. And uh, and I, I mean, I look at these videos, and I'm like, how can anybody? with even a modicum of understanding of aviation and aircraft think that these are anything but military aircraft or drones or, I mean, there's just, they just don't do anything. Oh, oh, look, the Tic Tac, which is a blob, by the way. It's a blob on the screen. The reason it's a blob is because it's a heat source. And infrared imagers don't do a very good job of visual resolution, especially at a distance. So it's a hot engine. And all of a sudden it goes zoom and it zooms off the side of the, oh my God, it shot off at a thousand miles an hour instantaneously. No, if you look at the video, what you see is that the camera is zooming in and zooming out and zooming in and zooming out. And what happens is, is it zooms in and loses lock on this hovering heat source. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason it appears to shoot off to the side of the screen. Anybody with a brain can see that. You got this Jeremy Corbell video of this, blob once again a blob in the sky flying along and then it gets lower then it gets lower and it splashes into the water it doesn't splash into the water it goes over the horizon it's flying away from the camera at a 90 degree angle and again why do i have to be the only one to figure this crap out what bothers me is that there's so many people hang on let me finish there's so many people in the ufo community who just blindly said oh oh, look aliens oh i'm i'm getting attention from cnn like who watches cnn anymore i don't know but come on there's not any is it really what it's shown me is how dumb 99 percent of the ufo investigators out there are because they don't have any any healthy skepticism about what they're looking at you just opened a can of worms not you guys Uh, oh Why am I the only one who am I am I the only one who figures it out because I'm the only one who's willing to say what's actually on the film? Uh, Probably. Trish, 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 go people ahead. figured it out, but they want to milk it for all they can get. I don't know. All right, Trish. Oh, Lord. 
So let me ask you this, Mike. So I take it you've never seen a UFO in person yourself. That's not true. I've seen them twice, two times. Two experiences. Okay, so I'm just clarifying what, what you, you just previously said as far as, so you were just going by the way they're portrayed. These, the TTSA videos and the latest Jeremy Corbell video from the, I think it was the USS Indiana. Those are just regular aircraft. There's but I mean, what is your personal opinion? I guess from well, the ones from your your own experiences. Oh, there's aliens here, and there are alien spacecraft, and we have filmed some of them. There's some great space shuttle footage of what are either alien spacecraft or our own secret spacecraft, secret spacecraft development projects that we've taken video of from the space shuttle. Um, and um, you know, it's just it's it, it's clear it, it, to me. There's this whole agenda to make these things out to be flying saucers. And I think it's really got more to do with, oh, I want to get some FaceTime on CNN than it is what the truth is. And that's really frustrating because there are aliens. I've seen them twice, once in New York City in Brooklyn on a rooftop of a, of a hotel. And when we were auditioning for a TV show I did called Uncovering Aliens for Discovery. And then later on, we were in um, um, Jerome, Jerome, Gerald, Jerome, Arizona, doing night vision shooting. And we had three... UFOs appear out of nothing in the middle of the sky in a triangle. They moved around, they crossed, they absor they formed together, and then they they went and left. All we got it all on camera, and it was right after this guy Stephen Jones, who was on the cast, said, "You know, if you're out there, show yourselves." And boom, 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 three flying saucers show up. So I've seen them, and I don't think that was the government. But I mean, so I know you say here, they, that you had an agenda too, making those movies. Like what you know, what I mean, because. That's it, it's kind of bold to say that ninety percent of UFO investigators are, are completely dumb to these things because maybe they go to the mainstream because that reaches more people. You know, I mean, maybe because I coming from someone who most UFO investigators are people abductees. It is new chat. Ah, uh, the who? Doc. Oh god. Turi. For Turi Tuesday. He's on Is his he way. Hey, can you see him? Where do you see him at? Well, no, I was just talking to him and I said uh, I think uh Jimmy in the old chat. Oh link, yeah. Well, I'm not in there anymore. I send it to him. I this and torture Tuesday for sure tonight. Well, anyways, this is our second hour. I want to thank Carnation. <laughs> thank you, Carnation. <laughs> oh, thank you, Carnation Breakfast Essentials. Yeah, I wonder. Um, yeah, it's an interesting conversation with this guy. Well, um, you know what? You sent the thing to his email, his wife's email, and she's not there. Oh, okay. All right. Let me go ahead and send it to his email. Can ask him if he can hear us. Can you hear us? Well, I'm Dr. Turry, can you hear us? <laughs> I'm going to get Please it to you. Please come in. I'm getting it to you. Just give me a second. I got to pull you back so, up. So... It's funny, Jason. You always say Torture Tuesday because oh, Tuesday is uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe Dr. Turi knows. Isn't Tuesday um, a Mars Day? Correct. Tuesday is typically a day you want to be careful with communication and conflict. So yeah. every <laughs> single day, Torture every, Tuesday in, in French. In French, every single day starts with a planet. Lundi, L U, la Lune, which means the moon. Mardi. Mars. Mm -hmm. 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Mercredi, Mercury, yeah. uh, Jeudi, Jupiter, Jeudi, Jupiter, uh, and then Saturn, Saturday, Sunday, the day of the sun. So each one of these days is controlled by a planet which is as a specific energy which is affecting the affairs of the world. And in the moon is next door to us. The moon is a little bit more than a dead rock hanging out there for the sake of beauty. And God did not create the moon for uh, Elon Musk to send a robot on it. Uh, there is a, the moon regulates the emotional response to life. So if you have a very a moon in Cancer, in Pisces, or in Capricorn, but you'll be a natural cook. That's why <laughs> my, my best friend is a Gemini. He has the moon in Cancer. He's a fantastic chef. And I love to cook too. So the location of the moon represents your emotional response to life. And that, and when she is full, you probably heard of the word lunatic, moody, and crabby. <laughs> and, and the cycle of the moon is 28 and a half days. So now you're talking about woman menstruation. Yeah. And then when my wife has a period, believe me, she becomes <laughs> lunatic, moody, and crabby. <laughs> She's not listening, is she? If I did not know that, I your could never handle it. Everyone on the planet right now. <laughs> oh, so before we we got cut off there, what what I was explaining, what I think they were trying to ask you was if there's anywhere that states where you can look up um, the correspondences and the um, the alignments of the planets, and there, and there are there's there's <laughs> planetary almanacs and all kinds of things um, his, that has been recorded in history on each day of the month, what planet. Right. Um, so I think that's what they were trying to ask you as far as if there's somewhere, I mean, it's on a lot of calendars nowadays. It's on, there's no, even it's everywhere. It's, it's on the internet. But again, yeah. remember, I do not practice modern astrology. I practice yeah. Nostradamus or Davan astrology. The great prophet 500 years ago didn't have a watch or a computer. Yes. So his methodology is very different. It's very unique. And that's what I teach to all my students from all walks of life. So I, I have a question. Speaking Please. of, I know you don't practice modern, but like say for uh, our listeners out there to get the newspaper or go on like the horoscope websites or whatever, when they read their like daily horoscope or something uh, and they're like, wow, this is like spot on for today. Is that just like them putting <laughs> their mind in that yes, mindset? Yes, like yes. this is actually happening or is it something that could be, you know, possibly, you know, well, there's yeah. such a thing. There's such a thing of circumstances, for example, you know. Um, but most of all, there is an area of astrology of Nostradamus which is called cosmic biorhythm. There'll be days when you're going to get up, you wish you had stayed in bed. The first thing you're going to get is fall off your bed. Secondly, your coffee is going to taste terrible. Then you're going to get a ticket, and then you're going to get a flat tire. And then <laughs> God knows, you, there are days like this. And then there are all the days uh, where anything you touch turns gold. You meet the right people. Everything is fantastic. Again, we are delegating with the ultimate laws of the positive and the negative. So if your cosmic biorhythm on that day that you read this horoscope uh, is connecting with your UCI, unique celestial identity or your stars, then you're going to agree with the horoscope. But, you know, it's all financially oriented. There is not much in reality uh, because they don't, there is such a complexity of translation when it comes to astrology. But in my case, I make it as simple as possible. And I concentrate on the location of the head and the tail of the dragon because there is more power on that dragon alone than the entire complexity of your chart. How about Jenny's dragon? Does she have one? <laughs> Jenny? Oh, Jenny, what's your date of birth? Uh, March 9th. 
Oh, so you're a Pisces like me. Okay, well, uh, when, it come, when it comes to Pisces, you're delegating with a uh, terminal. Pisces don't have much fate. The fate of a Pisces is based upon the reincarnation of his thought, okay? Because the future is nothing else than the reincarnation of the thought. The handling of the moon, obviously, and most of all, the understand the the the, uh, the control of the superconscious in time and space. I just finished a movie on the superconscious. Uh, I have two or three movies on Amazon Prime. But if you go to drterry.com, you can watch that movie on the superconscious. Now, uh, March, when were you born? Uh, 63, 1963. No, the, what date? What day? Um, the 7th. March the 7th. Uh, the seventh. Mine, no. I was March 9th. No, oh, March, okay. 9th. March 9th, okay. And in 1963, okay. Okay, so what I'm going to do here, I have a software that I designed that got straight to the point. All <laughs> right, so I'm looking at you here. Oh, my gosh. you got the head of the dragon in cancer. Uh, that means you're fussy, you're picky, you're critical. You have a lot of past life with uh, uh, disappeared civilization being cast. Am I a medicine woman or a witch? I mean, uh, if you don't like the word witch, we can use the word medicine woman. But you carry a lot of past life with disappeared civilization. And being a terminal, um, you have the good fish, okay? Yeah, you have the bad fish, streams downstream, and then you have the good fish. Now, every one of you listening or every one of your listeners it's not just their sun sign. They are also Pisces. You're not just one sign. You are every sign of the Zodiac. And each time you flip in a different house, you become a different sign. But as, as Pisces is concerned, Einstein, Michelangelo, George Washington, Lady Gaga, Barbara Tryson, wow. Dr. Turing, these are the fish to swim upstream. Artistic, creative, spiritual. Uh, I play piano. I was a recording artist. All that good stuff. The positive, creative Pisces will reach the support conscious and swim to the feet of God, understand God, cosmic cosmic design, and Jesus' cosmic ministry. Now you have the negative fish. The negative fish is Osama bin Laden. He was born in March. And you know how they end up. He end up on a ship and they throw his body in the ocean. He's been eaten by sharks. He was a negative fish promoting religion, deception, illusion. Um, uh, David Koresh, uh, Reverend Jones, you probably heard of Reverend yeah. Jones, okay? Pisces poison, the negativity means following the dogma, uh, the institution that have uh, uh, imposed a specific religious principle upon a country or upon a person. So much of the people are geographically cursed by a religion when they arrive in this world. And this religion has indoctrinated their family for centuries. That's the negative fish. Now there are 875 different religions to swim downstream into the chaos of deception. And Pisces was the Middle East. Incidentally, this is where the youngest and deadliest religions were born. The Christian, the Jew, and the Muslims. And what did they do last 2,000 years? Literally destroyed themselves. Okay, now Pisces poison. The uh, the greatest oil producer is the Middle East because of the oil we have destroyed the ozone layer. Mm. And again, in reference to uh, um, Reverend Jones, he poisoned over a thousand Christian men, yeah. women, and children with cool ed. That's the negative fish. He poisoned, and that's and that's the hardest lesson a sons can choose to do, because it's easy to follow the current. What mom? What dad? Sunday school grandma teach you for it's easy to follow the current and to go against and swim upstream towards God cosmic design. That, that's the hardest part being a Pisces. You were born with Pisces, Jupiter in Pisces. 
So that could make you a philosopher, a teacher, or either a religious person, depending if you go up or down, or you'd be just in between. Obviously, you're in between. Yeah, I was born on the full moon, too. Does that make anything? Oh, oh, a lot. Oh, you're a werewolf. <laughs> now, oh, your, your tail of the dragon is Capricorn, and that's the symbol chosen by Christians to represent the devil. That's why I call you a witch. Oh, oh. <laughs> again, again, again. When I call you a witch, the devil. No, 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 no. That's that's what the, the mystic. Speaking of uh, Capricorn, uh, Nina is curious uh, what her UCI contains, and she was born January tenth, nineteen eighty nine. Well, that's going to be very easy to check. Her. So we're going to go to my software. Here you go, January ten nineteen again. What eighty nine. My gosh, this, all these young people, this is crazy. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Turner right. just turned 72. He doesn't even look like Yeah, two days ago. What? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. She is fussy, picky, critical, detail-oriented. She also oh. is into green and natural healing. She doesn't like her, anything that is not natural, as I can see it. The head of the dragon is onto the artistic side of Pisces. So she has the same dragon as Nostradamus, Edgar Casey, Madame Vladaski. Uh, she is a very, very highly, highly spiritual, creative, artistic uh, person, but extraordinarily critical and detail-oriented. She is a builder of power. She has a stallion in Capricorn. Remember Capricorn is a fish tail? And the head of the goat represents the soul's purpose uh, for her to rebuild witchcraft residue and use the power appropriately because it's part of a karmic residue to use it. And if she's curious, obviously she is, uh, she will uh, uh, learn all that. Let me look at other things as far as she's concerned. The moon is in Aquarius, so she's in uh, uh, Mercury is uh, dignified in the world of Aquarius, so computers, technology, astrology. Uh, she's spiritually uh, uh, oriented, very, very interesting person. I'm looking through the stars, definitely a terminal. She's not coming back. Uh, this is her last life. She has an opportunity to shut down the reincarnation oh. principle, but she has to fight anything that is religious that drags her down. Mm, interesting. I just yeah. I have a question for you. Um, so so you're you're a hypnotherapist and you you mentioned you do all kinds of um I assume regression therapy and things like that as well. Yes, yes, but uh, I, I kind of uh, reluctant to do this uh, because there are people, uh, and you are one of those people that you may be very interested in remote viewing, astral projection, and other good stuff. It's natural energy in your chart, but at the same time, you could also be invaded by hypnotists who do not know what they're doing, uh, yes. mishandling your sub your subconscious or passing the door of the superconscious in time and space uh, could be risky for you as you could end up on the low astral plane and start to see things that you're not allowed to see. Uh, again, on my website, there is my new movie called The Superconscious. Uh, you may want to look at it, and then you're probably going to learn more about the superconscious than, uh, than anything else for the time being at your level of evolution now. But uh, you also oh. are a dual, dual personality. I can see that. Everything would be two, four, six in your life. So that could mean two kids or two marriages or two languages. It's, it's a, you have a dual energy there. Me or Nina? Uh, Nina. Yes. Yeah, so oh, no, but you being a Gemini, you already have that. No, but I, but I was asking in general, like what kind of, as far as your, I'm, 
I, I received my um, clinical hypnotherapy um, certification last year and I got into, I started getting into neuro-linguistic programming. So mm-hmm. I was interested in what kind of, what, um, I guess, what's the word? Um, concentration. Well, you, do well, you, you, t- you, tenant, you you think and you talk like a lioness. That's why sometimes the ego gets on the way. Anytime you talk to a Gemini, if you offend his ego, uh, it could be very risky. And then sometimes, of course, it can also become bossy. Okay, that's the part of being a Gemini. The, your mind is, is controlled by the sun or Leo. That's why a lot of Gemini speak French or wanted to learn Spanish because it's a dual sign. So in many ways, you have a gift of youth. I have the moon in Gemini. I have the hidden dragon in Gemini. And I have two lives in one. That's why I don't look my age. That's why I'm ADD. I'm, that's why I'm right books. That's why I'm a messenger of the gods. So Gemini is very strong in my chart. And so is in yours. Okay. So anything to do? You're a storyteller. Do you have any kids or not yet? Do, do I have kids? Yeah. Yes, I, I have two. Yeah, of course, two, four, six. Yeah. Now and I have uh, been married twice. I know. And what I'm trying to say is, uh, <laughs> you you are a storyteller. You could concentrate on your head of the dragon and start to write stories for children. That would be writing your head of the dragon. But as a rule, every single human is stuck on his tail, not the head. The tail is like being home. You don't want to go to school. You don't know anybody. You want to stay on the tail. And Aquarius is your tail of the dragon, while Leo is your head. So Leo was France and Italy, by the way. So that's why we say French are romantic. You see how it sounds? It sounds it sound like, I'm a French and I'm Sicilian. So the Leo energy is all about love and the art. So it affects our language. It affects the, the, the people from France and Italy, uh, making us nations of artists and lovers, so to speak. So your head of the dragon is in the sign. So if you were to go to France and Italy, you'd be a walking magnet out there with your dragon. Now, do you have any history or heart problem in your family or not? Me? So? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I've, I've had two heart attacks. Hey, there you go. And see, I, I have see eight them, so. I, I see it. I see it. Believe me. You know, um, the father of medicine says you cannot call yourself a physician unless you study the stars. I mean, you're talking yes. about the father of medicine, for God's sake. And I had psychiatrist, a student, they told me, Dr. Cherry, I have learned more with you in one week crash course in Seattle Lab than seven years in my accredited college uh, school. But I'm trying to tell you, I see things. Astrology, if you practice it personally, it, properly, there is nothing that can be hidden. That's why, that's why, if you if you Google Dr. Thierry Pope Francis, you're going to see pictures of all the popes being taught astrology by the Vatican Council. You're going to see pictures of the popes being enthroned under the son of Leo, the king of the Zodiac. So they're telling you, don't touch astrology because you're going to go to hell. Don't talk to Dr. Thierry, you're going to go to hell. <laughs> Meantime, they have the entire Vatican is loaded with astrological relics. And that is the sad reality. And my mission, of course, is to bring it back to our society because people like all of you here carry a hell of a lot of past life. And you've probably been hanged, burnt, and drowned a few times uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. doing many of your past Not lives. Not me, you, Trish. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> I have been burned many lifetimes. I tell you. Yeah, as far as far as your heart is is connected, do you like animals, cats, dogs, horses? Do you have fear of them or allergy against them or what? I see something with animals. I oh. love animals. 
Jason loves animals. Trish, do you love animals? <laughs> so, I, well, I, I was, I can't, you all are on like silence. a delay for so, some reason. So, tell I, me. Yes, the, I love animals. I, I communicate with animals. I have. Okay, good, good. Because little. during your past life, you didn't have McDonald's. So you had to skin them <laughs> and you had to hit them. Okay. So in this lifetime, you have to repay your karma with the animal kingdom. Okay. Yes. And now <laughs> you regenerate from the magnetic field of the earth when you walk barefoot. Okay. And doing and doing your past life with the Indians and the Mayan and all these disappearance civilization, you didn't have shoes. So you need to walk barefoot to reactivate the chakras of your heart. And then animals don't wear shoes. So when they go out, they recharge much faster. So when you pet them or you sleep with them, again, they recharge your chakras. You should Google Dr. Chewy cats and dogs in time and space and read the karma of animals, why they live with us. I got to be honest with you. I have, uh, I got four dogs. I'm scared to death to walk outside barefoot for obvious reasons. Well, again, you know, you carry, <laughs> is, is that a joke? Is it real? Because in Aries, you know, Aries says a lot of jokes. So I got to make sure <laughs> that, that I know. That's a joke. I got four dogs and they go to the bathroom outside. So I'm scared uh, I to see. walk yeah. out there barefoot. <laughs> well, it's good. It's good. It's good to have animals too. I, I love animals. We are animal lovers here. And uh, uh, my video on my Doberman and my Rottweiler just hit over a million hits <laughs> on YouTube the back of my house just a one little video and hits so yes animals are a very important part of the healing process of uh, of humans and that's why in some ways they live with us but they have also a very specific inner purpose again google dr Chewy, cats and dogs in time and space and then you can read their karma that's interesting very interesting yeah, i i was actually um I think I was a I was a scientist of some sort in a past life that did some very bad experiments. So, <laughs> yeah, I can see I your have, your your early I, pa- your early past life is in Japan. Uh, yes, I studied there when I was younger in this life. I know, too. I know, is it? You have you you have a lot of not a lot a lot of past life is a penal civilization, but your early early life. And in uh, are you afraid of flying? No. You like flying electronics? Oh, I, you- I don't like it per se, but okay, you have something to do. <laughs> I have your- had dreams. So I, I had, I played Amelia Earhart when I was very, very <laughs> young and I've had so many dreams of her. And I most recently went back to Atchison, Kansas, where was her birth town. Actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I live near there. So yeah, I, I always heard, listen to your heart, you know, Earhart. Yeah, I can, I can see, so. I can see all that in a chart. Um, the tail of the dragon is the most eccentric, uh, in Aquarius, your tail of the dragon is Aquarius. It's the most eccentric uh, <clears throat> energy, but it's also so futuristic, so unusual, so original. And that's why you display uh, your tail of the dragon through all your tattoos. And I do have tattoos too. Okay? They help me remember who I once well, was. Uh, your early past life is in Japan. And then oh, you, were, yeah. you were a guy, you were not a female. You want to yes, I do know that's that. why you're strong. That's why you're independent. You don't want nobody to bother <laughs> you. Uh, you can be difficult so, sometimes to to handle. But anyway, so, so if if you land if you if you land on a guy which is not cosmic conscious, you might have some problem in your relationships. But <laughs> but but you definitely a very beautiful, very spiritual, very. Uh, you know, in, a, in every possible way, interesting lady, but you need to find somebody who can stimulate your head because you're very intellectual. Yes. Mm, there you yes. go. Very intellectual. Hey, yeah. um, can you tell me something about your um, inner um, ET? 
my my it is experiences well <laughs> yeah you um do you i attract it is like you communicate with someone well uh, yeah i'm communicating with uh, uh, an a show called Draco. yeah it's from, the cast, it's, the cast, it's from the constellation of Draco. Of course, he's a draconis, not to be mingled with the draconian, which are part of the negative groups of ETs. And uh, Drake, Draco entered my life uh, in a solar eclipse in June. And then if you go to my website, you're going to see uh, the pictures of Draco. And you can see that orb is far away from me. And then he comes closer and closer and closer. Then he gets into my third eye and he comes out of my heart. And you could see all that. It is practically impossible, even if you're a master with Photoshop, to have this type of orbs with such a, uh, an incredible um, movement. So it is, as I said, on my website, drturi.com. Yeah, and if you want to, if you want to know all about my UFOs experience again, you can watch my movie Alien. Uh, it's on it's on my website. So it's a it's a movie that has done such an incredible impact on Amazon Prime. Uh, and after just three months, they took it down because there was so much demand. <laughs> they decided to make it not free anymore. People oh, they make, make money. It was too yeah. successful. And then the, you, you can read the report from what people are saying. Um, what happened What's to me is just it? incredible. I'm sorry. Um, the, uh, of, of, my, of my movie? The movie. Alien Contactee. Alien Contactee. Yeah, it's on my website, drturi.com. Uh, there you can see when they first uh, connected with me. I was only six years old. Um, and then um, after that... Uh, Oh my gosh, it's it's a story that you have to listen. You really have to pay attention be, uh, on everything that I said because sometime, and each time I'm with a member of my family just to remind myself that I'm not crazy and it's real. Uh, uh, the most incredible one that I had is um, um, the one when they took the features of my wife inside of a flying saucer and I witnessed everything. And then you know what? Uh, after, if you tell my wife, my ex-wife, because she ran away from me because she doesn't want to lose another child. If you tell her, um, you, know, <laughs> you lost the child, they completely and entirely erase her memory. She does not know she was pregnant. She doesn't, she remember everything that day until the moment she was taken in. And then she saw me a scar of two inches just above the airline with a cat like this. It's incredible how they can do that and fix her almost immediately. And then we were in San Diego and they threw her 90 miles after Los Angeles in a fraction of a second. It's incredible. Uh, again, you have, to, uh, you have to listen to all these things. Uh, and to me, extraterrestrial is not even a question. Yeah. When you have a flying saucer suspended 30 feet above your head, when you're talking face to face to them, and when they leave you with a headache, you would never wish at your worst enemy. Uh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute here. It's very, very different. But it's such a special, there we go. Yeah, that's the movie. But it's such a personal experience, you know. Um, and again, since you have a very strong Aquarius, uh, chances are you have a connection with extraterrestrials, either at the subconscious level, or you may even. And sometimes, if you are under some very progressive cosmic biorhythm, get to meet them. But be careful what you ask for, because, uh, you know, one of the laws that I teach my students is that your future is nothing else than the reincarnation of your thoughts. 
So if you make a wish, sooner or later, it's going to be right in front of your face. So you have to be okay. conscious. Again, my movie on the superconscious just above will teach you all that. That's amazing. I'm going to start thinking, I'm wishing for really good stuff. <laughs> if it's going to come to my unconsciousness, yes, definitely. Well, you know what, what? What people do not know is that um, we were born at the image of God. Now, if you take two images, okay, there is no difference between two images. So all of you are God and goddesses in training on this dense physical world, slowly but surely learning that the future is nothing else than the reincarnation of the thought. And this is why I say to my client and to my students sometimes, I say, hey, what is this? And I point out my mouth or my telephone. And some of them are thinking, oh, what was this two or 300 years ago? Uh, uh, trying to think, to rationalize. The answer is clear. It didn't exist. What was the city you were, you were in where you were born the three, 4,000 years ago? Didn't exist yet. It's there. The mouse is there. Your phone is there. That means we create constantly. And the movie on the superconscious is just to train you, to teach you on the darkest and most powerful area of the human experience, the superconscious. That's where magic resides. That's where God resides. That's where he gets your heart beating. He stops an infection. He knows everything about you. And now to penetrate that depth, you got to be under very specific circumstances with high emotional, high intense fears. Uh, you feel it right here in your stomach, like something is burning. Now, uh, the lumbical cord is, uh, is about to be cut, and then you're about to die. Okay, So basically, that's where the superconscious is happening to you when you get that feeling. You've got to be at the right time at the, with the right pressure, the right emotion, and bypass the filter, and then you can tap on that magic. And that's where, for example, a woman, we had a toddler just going into a car, and it was one hand. The 150-pound woman, we left the car. These, these are things that happen. It's coming from the superconscious. Now, to really, really tap on the power, the man, of course, practices. I wrote a book called Beyond the Secret. It gives you all the mechanics. It's part of the movie. Uh, it's about a 500-page book um, that can teach you, again, how to use the creative forces you were born with. There you go. That's really interesting. Yep. This gentleman in the middle here with glasses, what is his name? He's, he's got uh -huh. a book. Jason, they both Sean. have sunglasses or glasses, glasses. The old guy or the young guy? <laughs> <laughs> the older guy. The older guy. What the about guy me? for Fat Tuesday? Uh, yeah. What month were you born, sir? Uh, month I was born, June 4th, 1962. So, again, we have, again, a Gemini. By the way, have you heard of George Norrie and Art Bell? Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you know that those guys were like you, born in June? Wow. Now you know. you know there is no accident for them to be on the radio to be you are messengers of the gods. You you're going to attract this microphone. Okay. The idea is to uh, is to fulfill your mission to understand the duality, to pass on information and then to crystallize the thought. I mean the, the other gentleman that's gone was also a Gemini. Uh, but I, I hate the soft point. I'm sorry. I'm very honest. I'm very direct. And that's just the way I work. You know, I cannot compromise for anything or anybody. I know better and I just prove it to people. Hey, it's always best to be honest. Yeah. Oh, as far as I am concerned, you ain't going to get better than me. <laughs> 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 and, and, 
And that brings a lot of animosity because uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, they cannot separate themselves either from their conspiracy view or their political view. They don't understand. I'm a freaking astrologer. Please leave me alone with your political junk. I don't care if you like Trump or, or if you don't like Clinton or if you support Obama. I don't give a damn. I have nothing Amen. to do with that. I'm an astrologer. Stay yeah. with me. And then some people are unable to do that. Their emotions take over. And then Can that's we it. have you back Did on again, please? <laughs> 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 well, um, so you were born in June and born 1963. Two. And, oh, 62. So, yeah, you, you, we have another dragon. Uh, we have another Aquarius Leo dragon, exactly uh, uh, like this uh, young lady here. Uh, I'm, I'm bad with names, especially when I channel information. Uh, yeah, you were born with the head of the dragon in Leo, my friend, and the tail in Aquarius. Now, do you like technology, flying, airplane, or not? Computers? Uh, no. no. You have the tail on that area. So I can, I can guarantee you that, that you definitely, in your past life, in Japan, died in an airplane crash. Oh, really? 100%. Oh, the wow. dragon's tail is right in the world of Aquarius in your chart in 1962, 61, and 63. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then uh, that indicates also you're an inventor. You have a mind of that inventor that gets into the future. Oh, wow. But uh, you, you, uh, Leo, you should write books, anything to do with coming. <laughs> now, I'm not laughing because <laughs> everybody I talk to <laughs> wants me to write a book. No, Gemini is all about communication. When you have a tremendous wisdom that you can tap on, uh, but it, you've got to channel it. It's not, it's not something that you're going to plan. You're going to feel the energy, and then you're going to get into the computer and start to write about your bringing all the mess that you went through, and then that is something that can benefit the younger generation. It's like me. I had cancer. I beat cancer. I went through hell. I had UFOs experience, and I came to heaven. I made the American dream. I've got it all. Emotionally, financially, spiritually, we are very stable in the tourist family. But I was in the street. I was homeless. <laughs> I went through hell. It's a long story, and in my book, Beyond the Secrets, tells you exactly why I became Dr. Cherry because of my thoughts. And then you have a hell of a lot to teach. And it's, uh, it's just the idea is to focus and crystallize and concentrate your thought into the form of a book, and that's okay. not easy. It took me no. a lot of practice to do that because my mind is always flying left and right. That's me too. Oh, that's me too. That's the Gemini. That's, that's the deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're from uh, you're French descent, right? Yes, yes. I was born in the south of France, uh, in Provence, like Nostradamus. So, and even uh, though I have nothing to do with Nostradamus. I have a little from... off-topic question for you. Go ahead, go ahead. Since you're French, what do you think of French fries <laughs> in America? <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, didn't I say those areas are master insane jokes? <laughs> I love it. You know what? I absolutely and completely and entirely love McDonald's French fries. <laughs> they wow. are the All right. <laughs> Wendy's, man. Wendy's are the best. Well, Wendy's any, got the fresh cut fries. They any skip one step. Of French fries. You can put me, I, I, I eat them on the, on the floor if I have to. I just love those French fries. It's not because you call them French fries, it's because they taste better than the. Well, if you're eating McDonald's, how do you stay so young looking at 72? Because yeah. us, the um, rest of us here, we eat McDonald's all the time. It does terrible things. What happened is um, <laughs> um, it, 
it, it, you, you, will get, you will get the answer uh, when you get to listen to my book on the supercaches. But I can tell you also that it's a combination of the extraterrestrials completely and entirely rebuilding my atomic structure when I went into the flying saucer. Again, you're going to read all that. Um, and then the other one is also connected with uh, my younger brother, Vincent. He was only um, 15 years old when he was run over by a drunk driver oh. and killed him. So we took him from, uh, uh, from the church to the cemetery on my shoulder, cemetery is next door. Me and my family, my friend, we carried a coffin here. We put we put my brother coffin in the ground. Never seen my mother crying so hard, poor thing. She's never been the same since then. And then everybody left uh, after a while. I stayed all night and I was crying and I was upset at God. I said, you took my younger brother. He never, so I made a promise to him. I was under the intensity. I had the emotion, I had the pain, I had the trauma. And I, I made a promise, I said, you never, experience love you have never seen anything you have never been anywhere uh, god took you away so young so i'm going to live two lives in one and then when i die i give you f right now he's probably saying please stop <laughs> i got plenty of things did you say uh gravy ketchup or plain for french fries oh say it again gravy gravy ketchup or plain for the french fries Gravy. There you go. He's from Pittsburgh. (laughs) Hey, listen, everybody. I got to run. I got to go to another link and do my show. So thank you for joining, and I'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye, Sean. Bye-bye. See you, Pat. I thought his show was at 11. I thought it was 11.15. (laughs) Oh, you guys are. Um, It's only 10.53. Are we in a time warp or something? (laughs) I think we might be. (laughs) Dr. Turi, what the heck's going on here? We're having like a time apocalypse. (laughs) You guys are in New Orleans, isn't that correct? Well, the show is aired in New Orleans. We're from all over. Yeah, we're all Kansas, Pittsburgh. Where are you at currently? I am in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I'm in Phoenix, and not for long. I'm moving to Phoenix. Doesn't have Phoenix doesn't have daylight savings time, so right? Arizona doesn't. uh, No, not really. We like California. Yeah. Pacific time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in Phoenix not for long. I'm moving to Florida. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was I just, there on vacation just, last year. I just passed my master captain license, and I'm uh, I'm gonna go there to finish my test, and I'm gonna be hanging around. I'm a Gemini moon, so I have a five bedroom home in Phoenix, and, and my wife can't stand Florida, so oh, she's well, gonna st- she's gonna stay here, and I'm gonna be driving having fun on my boat. And then do the season over there and take people uh, fishing and snorkeling, seeing the whales, whatever. And then I'm coming home uh, during the summer when it's too hot and too muggy. Oh, that's crazy. So the duality <laughs> yeah. is very strong, yeah. my child. That's definitely. Why I'm hammer? New Mexico. So. <laughs> oh, Mexico. Yeah, I'm going to be Mexico. there. Oh, New Mexico. Yeah. That gets cold out there. That's a good place for extraterrestrial, though. Yeah, definitely. Well, Roswell. Well, actually, I am uh, I am six feet uh, under the ground in the city hall of Roswell. I was there for the 50th anniversary, and they said, Dr. Cherry, we heard about your predictions. I would like you to write some predictions, and we're going to put this um, in, in a... In the time... Oh, time- in the time capsule. Yeah, I am in the time capsule. They're going to take it out in the year two, uh, 2050. I'll be 100 oh, wow. years old. Oh, and wow. I'll be alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just, our guest, was it last week? 
week before last um, on immortality. Uh, the, uh, ooh, that was Marty. week before last, I think. Marty. Um, was it Marty? Yeah, Marty. That was speaking on, you know, in um, in ancient civilizations, how people could live much, much longer than modern day humans. You didn't have the stress. And then, uh, you know, I, yeah. I live in the middle of the city. When I get up in the morning to take my little doggy, do a stuff, uh, I can smell all this fume, all this highway. And I can see mm-hmm. all these young people running in the street. You might as well go behind an 18-wheeler and start to smell that. No good. That's yeah. why no. when I be in Florida, at least I'll be between the Gulf Coast and the, and the Atlantic Ocean. So I'm going to have fresh air. I purposely have to get out. I I literally leave town about 30, 40 miles to go near lakes and and, regenerate um, there in nature. nature. Otherwise, my heart can't, I can't stay grounded. Yeah, it's something in your heart. So make sure to walk barefoot. Yeah, ground yourself. Do you like poodles? What's poodles? What's poodles? You like poodles? Poodles, you mean dog? The small yeah, dog? Yeah, yeah, the dog. The it's the yeah. national dog of France. I was wondering if you liked poodles. Yeah, yeah, I do a poodle. Oh yeah. I got four poodles. I love them. I got three little ones and one giant one. <laughs> poodles. Of course, I, I like any dogs. <laughs> I love poodles. They're great. Yeah, very smart. Very smart. But um, I like also the, 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 the French bulldog. The little French okay. bulldog. Yes. Yeah, yeah. little thing here. Did yeah. you say you, um, you can cook? Yeah, I love to cook. Of course, I'm fine. my my first husband was was from France, and he was an amazing cook. They and they, um, he was very particular about really fancy food that I couldn't pronounce. So, and my wife is from <laughs> Dallas, Texas. She's a real redneck, and they she can't. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, she can't. Uh, gosh. <laughs> she orders pretty well, though. She gets on the phone and all the, all the good stuff. Don't get me wrong. That's well, I, I hope she's not watching this. Yeah. Really. <laughs> she went somewhere. I wouldn't say that. She kept behind me and knocked me in the back of the head. What like you I said, your secret's home? safe with the entire world. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you, Dr. Love Trey. Having thank you. We want to have you back because we're going to definitely talk about your uh, alien contact date. Yeah. Well, Jen, I appreciate that. Trish, thank you. Nice meeting you, honey. And uh, Sledgehammer. Yeah. Keep, going, keep going with your jokes. Yeah, I'll try. Typical areas. All right, guys. Now, make sure to give me enough time because so, I have a hell of a lot of good followers all over the place and I can advertise the show. Definitely. So, all right. we'll, I'll be back on definitely. Back. How about we'll come back in May? Does that uh, sound good? Yeah, May, uh, June. He's gonna May, be in Florida <laughs> in May. I'm leaving May the 4th to finish my my uh, so we have to do it before May. May okay, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have you back. We'll have right. a good night. Thank you. Thank again. you, guys. Bye bye. Thank, Thank you so much. Bye bye. Well, that was interesting. How do I get this? Yeah, it was. <laughs> What a night. Oh, what a night from the Twilight Zone. Square. Oh, my. Definitely good show tonight. I still don't understand why Sean, why he's not on to 11.15. He's like, I'm out. He's out of here. He's out here. Wow, this is a fun evening tonight. We learned a lot. Got a little angry at times, but that's okay. What's your off topic, Jenny? Oh, my odd topic is I am on a new um, live. It's called Bingo. Bingo. Um, I stream on there. I had an audition for it and I was, uh, I got, you know, made the part and oh, congratulations. I act, thank you. I, I also, I streamed it. So 
guys are on that. So if you want to tell your friends, they can go listen on there. There's a lot of cool different. Um, and I'm supposed to, I, I told them I couldn't talk to them. Like you have to you say, how you doing? But hi everybody, Carmelo and Jason, how you doing? Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah. Um, that's my new topic. What about when, you? When is it? It's on every, I'm on every day. Every, oh, every, day, day. every day for about an hour and then we'll do the live stream that we did tonight and um i have challenges i have one i'm going to sign up for um i'm going to be talking about the health or my, what i'm doing healthy for the summer so that's slow but you can always try out too trish i'll send you a link i, you gosh, I started my um you know i have my whole Teamo trish mo thing that i've been doing um, because it, especially now that it's spring, the weather's nicer. I I'm going like, I'm going to, um, a bee farm, uh, mm. soon called Valor Honey and, um, vet veterans work there, you know, as part of their PTSD therapy and it's shipped all over the world, but it's also conserving the bees and I'm going to learn how to do some beekeeping and then I'm going to go <laughs> and, and I'm cool. filming all these things. And then I'm going to go do, um, some yoga with goats and, uh, that's sounds- mm. homesteading and how to make goat butter. Oh God! And, um, <laughs> yes, yes. Sounds good. <laughs> so anyway, that's my um. I've been doing that's that. Good. Good. Hey, what you do last Saturday? Oh, I was uh, making butter for my goat. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, there's so I have like a bucket list, you know, of things that I, I want to learn blacksmithing. I well, want there to. You go. You're all set so, for now. So I'm trying to do stuff like go to places and um. I'm really, as you all know, clumsy and, and can't find words and get reacted. Most, I'm, like he said, I'm like a child. So um, I'm filming these and, I, and so I'm doing that. And then everybody keeps asking me to do like Oracle type reading. So anytime I do channeling stuff, which is every day, I don't, everybody's like, you should make a journal. You should do so. So I'm not really journaling. I'm more video journaling and posting that. So there you go. It's kind of exciting. a outlet for that one. You got to tell us all about it. <laughs> we got to say goodnight. Um, so thanks everybody for joining us tonight and have a great rest of the week. And happy Torture it. Tuesday. Happy, happy Tuesday. <laughs> I have a couple items for show and tell next week. Oh, good. I can't wait. We'll have to. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're going to have to. We had a busy show. It was, it was unexpected. You know what happens when guests decide not to come on and decide to come back on and whatever. But happy that Tuesday. Have have a great Lent uh, starting tomorrow. Okay. things like that one they're terrified because of the government related ufo incidents but to come forward so usually they don't have an agenda like me i don't i don't get paid to talk about being abducted i don't Mm -hmm. you know gain anything from that or being famous or anything like that so so when you say 90 percent of them are dumb i don't think that's true i think 90 percent have experienced something and they're no, no, no. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm saying the UFO investigators, the people that we the names that we hear in the press, the names that we hear pe- those that's people the same as I, I mean that's like our entire network here. 
No, it's not. I you I don't. Okay, uh, let me rephrase it to the big names. Okay, the people that you see on CNN or you see on Fox or you see. Do any of you guys? I don't, I don't, I don't watch the news. I'm not talking news. about you guys. I'm talking about the people who claim to be the leaders of the UFO movement, and and we all know who they are because they're all at contact in the desert, and very few of them are interested in the truth. Most of them are interested in whatever keeps the story going forward. Whereas I'm willing to say, guys, look, that's, that's a blob. That's the reason that that thing zips off the screen is because you zoomed up past it. Cause that's obvious from the video that that's what happens. Cause there's a little zoom thing in the left. I'm not talking about you guys. I think the people that have experienced this stuff, and are curious about it, the rank and file, you have to separate. See, this is what's happening throughout the entire planetary culture is you've got the people who have had the experience and are curious and want to know the truth. And you've got the hierarchical structures who are trying to keep you from asking the wrong questions. Uh, That's what's going on. I just want to say, KG, he's not saying that he doesn't believe that UFOs are, he, are not real. He's not saying they're all fake. Mike has been all over the world on conferences and he speaks um, to thousands of people all for how long, Mike, how long has it been since you've been doing this? Oh, I think the first one was 2007. So 10 or yeah. 15 years now. You he's know, just like some fly by guy that doesn't, he's just talking out of his, you know what he, he, he's researched his stuff. He's written books, uh, and I've I put that all in the show notes that he's has a how many books do you have on? I have eight UFO books out now. And the moon bases and the conspiracies. Uh Dark Dark Mission, The Secret History of NASA, The Choice, which I've talked about here, which is about physics and astrology. Um Ancient Aliens on the Moon, Ancient Aliens on Mars, Hidden Agenda, NASA and the Secret Space Program. And my personal favorite, uh, Ancient Aliens and JFK, which I think is a really yeah. We had like he's on the show before. We talked about that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the what was the last conference you uh, again, folks? I'm not saying the UFOs you've seen are fake. Okay, get this clear. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. the PTSA videos that are being pushed as UFOs are aircraft. They are conventional aircraft, and I can prove that. And I will argue with anybody about it if you simply watch the videos. I'm also telling you, I've got space shuttle videos of stuff which have to be flying saucers. And whether we built them or whether aliens or built them is in dispute, is, is you know up for grabs. But guys, I'm not saying that UFOs are fake. I'm not saying aliens are fake. They are absolutely real. And they are here and people are encountering them. But I think they're taking a time out right now until we get our whole mess cleaned up. Yeah, I think that's true too. I think, but I believe in a lot of the fake you like you see the angels on the you know those, the angels and and people can do so much with Photoshop now. You can you can put anything into a video. Photoshop, yeah, you can video you can uh, edit in Photoshop video. I mean, it's it's amazing what they can do now. And a lot of them are fake too, and I believe a lot of them are real. But that's going on to another speaking. So, what's the new book you're writing? Aren't you writing one with your brother, Dave? 
Well, yeah, I am, but that's a novel. So we're working on, we got a contract to do, it's basically Game of Thrones with ray guns. So that's that's the idea behind it. And um, that's, uh, that's going to be, because Dave does, uh, Dave's a sci-fi novelist. He does sci-fi stuff. And I kind of want to do some of that because let's face it, you can write a book like that and you can get all your points across without any of the conflict and strife that you have, you know, in the, in the real world debates about, uh, about the kind of stuff that we talk about. So Definitely. that's going and, and, you know, just kind of waiting for things to get back rolling again in terms of conferences and things like that. We'll see how it all goes, but you know, I mean, I think I've made, um, I've made a lot of enemies by telling people the truth over the last few years and that's okay. Cause I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I moved that once. Okay, they're talking about the Blair House in Ohio. So, do you? Before I let you go, do you do you believe that we are we ever gonna do? How, how do you feel about contact? Do you, do you think they're gonna cover that up too? If we we have contact, are they gonna let us know? Yes, they are, but it's gonna be down the road a little bit, like two or three years, because again, there's so much stuff that's been happening right here on Earth that we haven't been told. They're going to they're going to bring us along slowly so that they don't shatter our consciousness. Everybody on the show is aware of the truth. You all know it. Trish, you know the truth. You had encounters with these people. Right. But Joe Schmo out there who works on a farm and has never seen a flying saucer and never encountered aliens. He doesn't know that this stuff is real, but he's going to be told over the next couple, three years. And we're going to it's going to take time to build up to reveal the alien presence. That is going to be one of the last things that they do. Unless, you know, one side decides to pull that final Trump card and do the fake Project Bluebeam stuff as a way to try to keep us from proceeding down the path that we're going down, which is, you know, which is definitely towards a revolution. Yep. That's great. Well, Mike, thanks for joining us tonight. We have another guest after you. Um, it was great to see you again. Take care, and I will keep on watching. If someone wants to listen to your, is you still on Rumble, your your radio show? Yeah, Real News Live on Rumble every day, mikebarrett.blogspot.com. You can just go there. You link the show all there uh, um, every day. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Today we talked about the demon at the UN, the demon-faced <laughs> Satan at the UN voted on a resolution. <laughs> it's probably it's probably some sort of uh, video distortion or something, but NBC broadcasts this picture of of somebody who looked like Satan casting the UN. It was pretty crazy stuff. So look, I'm just going to tell everybody, get ready for a really interesting ride over the next couple. I think you're right. I too, I truly think you're right. And you're not the only one that feels that way. I don't know if anybody listens to Wendy Bell from Pittsburgh. She feels the same way about this whole thing in Ukraine and Russia. But yeah. All right. Okay, you take it easy, and thanks for coming Bye, on. Mike. Bye, guys. See Bye-bye. That was fun. Oh, okay, happy, we have um, Fat Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, happy Fat Tuesday, yeah. There's Torture Tuesday. There it is. Yeah. Oh. Torture Tuesday. What are you doing? Oh, what my God. Oh, Sean. Please. Yeah, I think you just broke my computer screen. Thanks. Did I really? Yes. <laughs> I have to. I have to message our next guest before I forget. Um, I have to go on to Gmail to do that because he is not on Messenger. Yeah, really. Uh-oh. Cool. I still What's don't that? see chats. So unless you put them on the screen, just. <laughs> What's that? I don't know why you can't see them. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not in Streamyard. So where are you at? 
Well, I mean, I am, but I'm, but I'm not. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Where are you? Where are you? No, no, I mean in the in the chat room. Oh yeah. Oh. 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 If you oh. go, through, you could comment in there through, uh, via Facebook or whatever. Yeah, you could get on your phone and go Facebook. Mm. Yeah. I know, but but it doesn't. That's just one of the rooms. That's not like I can't see all of them. Uh, mm. Can you see the that? comments on your screen from Streamyard? Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure why you can't. I don't know. Okay. Um, I just have to take a, a real quick station break to thank my um, sponsor, Focus, for this segment. Okay. I'm going to play. Okay, Focus. You remember me doing my rant, but focus is better for you than any other beverage, and it's better than Coca-Cola, and it's better than sparkling ice because it has a little bit of caffeine to, you know, bring you up, but it doesn't give you the jitters. That's what I like about the focus energy drink. So I've not found one yet that I like, but I do like focus. And seriously, guys, you have to try it. It will boost your, um, you know. Well, where can we buy that, Jen? I haven't you can, seen it you on can, my... Well, you I'm, know, you can buy it anywhere. If you don't have it in Giant Eagle, you can call your local store and ask them to get it. Um, it has so much... Oh, my God. It has so much, you know, vitamins in it. Lefething, I can't even pronounce that, though. It's a superhero <laughs> of the green tea balance. Um, and it mellows the brain, boosting benefits of caffeine so you can keep you alert. You got to try that one. Mm. But you can, you know, I think Kroger's has it. I don't know if we have a Kroger's, but I know they're all over the world. They come in all different flavors. Um, and then you've got a discount code for 10% off, Chasing Prophecy. Just go to their website, Focus, and um, you can find them anywhere, hopefully. And especially if you're health conscious, as I am. No, I'm not. No, yeah, I am. Um, you can check them out. Um, and we have one more, but we're going to say that one for a little bit later. But thank okay. you, Focus. <laughs> thank you, Focus. Focus. Yeah, I, yeah, I like it because seriously, this, this Diet Coke, man, don't keep me up all night tonight. Mm. How much caffeine is in Focus? How many milligrams? Uh, 75. Let me just make sure. Yeah, I think it's 75 milligrams. Is that more than yeah, it's like than a, cup a cup of coffee? Of coffee? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, like, like a 300 it's like, plus range. It's a natural <laughs> caffeine. It is derived from teas, so it gives you that same boost without all the the jitters. But you should try, it. Jeff. Definitely. Thank you so much for this segment. Uh, focus. Um. Okay, boys and girls, we have another guest coming on the show. And, hello, uh, guest. How are you? He's not here yet. He's not. He's not in the green room. But I will tell you a little bit about him. He's really cool. His name is Dr. Dury. I hope I'm not screwing it up. I don't know why I can't pronounce names. So I don't know what's up with that. But uh, it's kind of, it's getting to be a habit, you guys. Have you noticed it? <laughs> uh, but we do got a new subscriber from tonight's show. So <laughs> thank you. Um, that's actually, we got two new subscribers. So that's great. I'm glad. That's cool. Actually, three. Well, there you go. Wow, that's great. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. to Torture like Tuesday. It. Yeah, lucky to have you. Okay, now let me see if I can bring up. I have too many um, 
apps open on my phone so or my computer okay let's talk about dr dury He's like, like the great prophet Nostradamus, Dr. Dury was born and raised in Provence, France. The world famous UFO uh, contactee, uh, cancer survivor and clinical hypnotherapist. Does that sound like something you would like, Trish? Dr. Dury is a captivating speaker, author of many books, and his profound cosmic wisdom continues to astonish his the skeptics and believers alike. He has been a regular guest on George Norrie, Coast to Coast. We all know that show. He's also appeared with William Shatner's World, wait, William Shatner's Weird or What TV show, The History Channel, BBC in London, and countless radio and television programs worldwide. He is a graduate from the Royal School of Music in London and was recognized in 2003 as Marcus Who's Who in America. Oh my goodness gracious, he has done it all. Now, let me see if, if he's, is he with us yet? I can't tell. Is he in the Oh, he's not here yet. Well, we're going to have to do that he's all over. <laughs> no, he's not in the green room. Where is he? Did you email? Yeah, I did. I emailed him. Who emails anymore? Oh, a lot of people do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let Definitely me see, text. See, see, something with... Um... Oh, there he is. There he is. Okay. Okay, you're going to get that thing out of the middle of the screen. Oh, that's Dell. What's <laughs> Dell doing here? Hey, Oops, I lost them. <laughs> Bravo. Oh, what are you doing? Are you on, you going to stay with us tonight, Dell? I, I can stick around there for a little bit. I just uh, I just was uh, just checking out. I was uh, eating pancakes, sausages, and uh, hash browns because well, it's, it's fat uh, supposed to be There's pancake uh, night there tonight. I and then I was uh, just door. flipping around and I said, hey, what's going on here on uh, YouTube? And I just saw you guys and I said... Maybe I should just go and say hi. Yeah, well, thank you. Oh, you can join you. the show because I'm going to bring Dr. Dury in a second. But yes, I want to say, say hi please. to some of the people listening on uh, Bingo, Bio, Bigo. <laughs> so, hi, Silverback. Hi, Fila, Jason. How you doing? Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to Chainson Prophecy, Doctor. Could you pronounce your last name for me so I don't screw it up? I can't say my, 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 my last name is Dr. Turi, T-U-R-I. Oh, okay. Try. Well, nice Turry. to have you on the Turry. show. Turry. 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 Nice to have Turry. you. Thank Turry. you. Thank you for inviting me, guys. appreciate it. Welcome to Torture Tuesday, Turry. You bet. It's Turry Tuesday. <laughs> All right. There you I go. I hope you have some questions for me in time. Oh, yes, we do. Well, tell us a little bit. I read your bio before you came into the green room. I read your bio, and it's intriguing, to say the least. So how did you come upon finding these contactees? I mean, did they come to you through therapy? Yes, indeed, indeed. A magnet will attract a piece of wood. I was born with a very, very uranic UCI. That's going to be a bit difficult for you maybe to, to grasp. The UCI stands for Unique Celestial Identity, or in other words, my astrological chart. My astrological chart is loaded with a planet called Uranus, and this planet was anything to do with the future, UFO, technology, computers, it was Japan, anything that is the future of humanity, the sudden police of energy, nukes, explosion, etc. And that's this energy that led me to have a, a four solid UFOs experiences. Okay. Can I just uh, get the clarification? Did he say which part? Like W-H-I-C-H. Did he say which heart? 
no, no, I, I don't know when I, whether I was, uh, I never say witchcraft or which heart. No, no, which heart. It's, no, it's, I, 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 don't, I don't recall saying which heart. Okay. Oh, that's me. No. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. But you know what? Uh, in reference to witchcraft, there are ladies and there is guys that are loaded with a planet to call Pluto, which is called in Greek mythology uh, the Lord of Hades. And uh, this energy uh, regulates a witchcraft. Now you have white magic and you have black magic. There is such a thing as a voodoo, uh, which means those witches are using the negative forces to kill people, to manipulate the energy from the universe or nature, for that matter, to uh, aim, to kill people. And then you have the white witches. And these are the medicine women. These are the ones who are delegating with nature, creative forces. So there is the white and black witches, like you have male, female, up and down, black and white, God, devil, the alien, the good ETs, the bad ETs. And that's why we are symmetrical, two eyes, two arms, two legs we are affected by those ets up here we have a reptilian mind and a draconis mind make sense yeah in reference to the witch's words i'll give you a little bit of a information wow trish trish oh there's well there's gray witches too who well, are really uh more you hear you about black like, and white, you get like witch doctors and stuff as far as they are neither um good nor evil black magic nor white magic they they allow basically karma and the universe absolutely your your, your astrological chart is uh, the 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 result of all the karma to whatever you have ever been so let's say for example if you if you have a, if you proceeded from a very progressive positive life uh, then you're going to bless with a beautiful karma, which means you're going to have a good health. You're going to be magnetic. You're going to be creative. You're going to be working with the forces of the draconis. Uh, the draconis are the group of extraterrestrials that interact with your mind and help you to be creative, to be progressive. They stimulate the mind of our scientists to create beautiful technology, like the, the technology we are using now. And then the negative reptilians. Those are the ones who stimulate the, uh, the the mind of the scientists to create nukes or to create the viruses. So the, the the black and white energy is 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 factual. It's like you cannot have a god without a devil, or a male without a female. And now you have, of course, in between. Okay, you have in between. The soul is either aiming towards the good or towards the bad. So it's in between. The part of God in ourselves is much stronger than anything for that matter. So it's, uh, you have a choice to aim either for the light or darkness. It's, uh, just a story there for uh, you guys. Has this been uh, written anywhere else in uh, ancient texts that what you're seeing right now that, that can confirm this stuff? Well, again, you know, uh, <laughs> there is no schools that create Einstein or, you know, uh, Michael Jackson or Beethoven, every one of us has really, uh, sure our, our gifts. We all have gifts, and those gifts are inborn. Right. I can, but I, I can also make up a lie too and uh, make it as a uh, truth. And that—that—that's the the question. That's that the part of the situation that I'm going through, right? Okay. What month were you born, if I may? That might give me an idea. I don't want your full date of birth, but just the month of birth. You, what, what is the month of your birth? That give me an idea of, of how your spirit is generated. Well, I'm a Gemini. All right, so you're a messenger of the gods. Gemini is uh, a well, dual see, sign. Now you're playing off of a thing there of uh, 
understanding though, right? It's like now, Gemini is ruled by your planet Mercury. You have to understand my line of work has nothing to do with woo-woo. It's very rational. It's very practical. It's down to earth. It has okay. logic to it. So being a Gemini, you're under the control of a planet called Mercury. Mercury, to represent communication, transportation, the post office, driving, talking, saying jokes like you do, for example, uh, the ancient car of this guy with wings on his heels, Hermes. So you're controlled by this energy, and that makes you a talker, a writer. Uh, like old Gemini, uh, I have the moon in Gemini, like, and have the hidden dragon in Gemini. That's why I'm on radio, television, I write books. But you have, uh, like old Gemini, uh, the, the, the negative Gemini has a problem to crystallize his thoughts. He's all over the place. He's ADD or ADHD, <laughs> like, like me. <laughs> but you can discipline yourself, and then you can write books. And you can write books. So born in June, you are a message of the God. So it's not an accident for you to, to have a microphone or to be a talker or a writer or speaking Spanish or French. Because that's part of your gift, if that makes sense. Uh, I, I, has, do, I yeah, do like, uh, question uh, like Mexican women. They're, they're, they're very beautiful. That's, Nina, that's has a, <laughs> Nina has a question. How do you feel about okay, finding okay. out your planetary essence? Is it only zodiac sign, or is there more to it? Well, I actually uh, practice Nostradamus 16th century divine astrology. I don't practice modern astrology. It starts and finishes on your horoscope newspaper. It's financially oriented. There is nothing there. The type of astrology I delegate with brought the FBI in my house, in my house twice mm. be because I gave exact date of terrorist attacks. And what's mm. happening with Putin, uh, <laughs> if you watch my YouTube video, uh, everything... I was saying nonstop for months. I, I worry about Russia. I about about I worry about Putin because the tail of the dragon in Scorpio is going to be on that country. And I gave the date of the twenty second, two thousand twenty two, and that's when it invaded. I mean, all my work is well documented. It's dated. It's published. It's on YouTube, so you can always go there if you have the time, so that I can prove to you my claim. So right. the, the astrology I practice is, uh, is divine. Nostradamus didn't have a watch or a computer 500 years ago. So his methodology is intuitive, is spiritual. And like the great prophets, uh, I also use quatrain. In his case, his quatrain are very blurry because he had to be careful of the French Inquisition not to lose his neck. In my case, I don't have to. So my quatrain are plain English, and I also add very, very obvious keywords, like, for mm -hmm. example, Russia, uh, children, uh, France, Italy, uh, earthquakes. And I gave exact date of earthquakes at or above 6.0. And I have the proof that I signed to Seismologist Institute of Pasadena. I told them, be careful, there is an earthquake above 7.0 coming October the 12th and October wow. uh, the 14th. Wow. And it did happen, but they never mm. ever answered me because they are wondering how a little astrologer can do better than all those, you know, geologists combined together. Right? Did, did you ever think there, there part of the stuff there is that is uh, that uh, the part that is dealing with Ukraine and Russia and the whole part of the Middle East was dealing with uh, uh, governmental uh, factions like? Uh, Lockheed what? Martin, uh, big big contracts, uh, DNC works there that were setting this up for eight years. That this is well documented. Again, and, yeah, well, there uh, is, and there is. this was uh, this was uh, the fall to the last step that some like the dog was 
going to get the whip back at the end there to like be pulled back and says that we're done? Did well, you I ever mean, think about that? Yeah, of course. There is, uh, there is such a thing of conspiracies too. Okay. And then the people strive for it. And if you if your UCI is set for conspiracy, your, your your logical critical thinking will go through the window. That's just the way you are designed, uh, astrologically speaking. Yeah, uh, but all my all my work is Looking based upon astrology. Is based upon the movement of the stars. And as I'm speaking to you, the tail of the dragon is in the sign of Scorpio. Scorpio rules life, death, the reincarnation principle, war. And Putin, my last video, I did his astrological chart. Putin is a Leo dragon stale. Now, Leo rules France, Italy, love, children, anything to do with uh, life. And Putin has the tail of the dragon in Leo, which means he's set by the higher order to kill a lot of children. On what, top what, what was Biden? Biden is a Scorpio. When you elect a president, you what are going Hillary to Hillary Clinton. Oh, uh, come on, Joe. Hillary, no, just, just asking. Like, she's a Libra. Okay. She's a Libra. I, Libra was the law. So, so. Oh, sorry. There is no, so I, much to say about my world. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm hijacking you guys' show there. You know what? I'll, I'll leave. And uh, you know what? You guys have a great show. Okay. Well, I think to kind of All help right, and answer like Nina's question and, and his question, 